With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal, from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews, to politics, to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news set. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with a young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? We'll get in on the action by calling into the talk show at one 347 Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. Live right here, right now on the Ace Network, it's Saturday Night Live. live on this Saturday night for two action-packed hours with some comedy and entertainment with great segments such as Idiot of the Week, Saturday Night Spotlight, where we will discuss anything and everything you love. Now, let's get on to the fun. Saturday only comes once a week, so let's get live right now here on Saturday Night. Live from Springfield, Mass., in the A-Studio Network is your host, Alex Cardinelli. And live from Oregon is the man they call Jeff, a.k.a. Slashmaster1989, the awesome co-host. Let's get it, boys! Thank you for joining us on this fine 
Saturday night here on Ace Network. You guys are in store for a phenomenal show. This is going to be one hell of a great Saturday night main event. I promise you, you're going to enjoy it because we've got some first coming up tonight on the Ace Network. But first, I would like to introduce you guys to my wonderful co-host and my best friend. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our co-host, the big man, Jeff. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Ready for an awesome show today? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, perfect. So today we're going to have a very fun Saturday night main event because we're going to have a wonderful guest on the show today. Our guest today is going to be San Francisco Fire Department Captain in Chief John Lowe. He'll be a guest on the show in a couple minutes here on our Saturday night main event. Also tonight, for the very first time ever, I, Alice Cardinelli, am going to be doing some live prank calls during our prank of the week. That's right. I'm going to make some live calls here on the radio show, and that'll be a first ever. And then, for the first time ever as well, we're going to have a food and beverage review during our Saturday night spotlight. And we're going to have some fun with our movie clips and things of that nature. So this for sure is going to be an awesome Saturday night main event. So you guys are definitely going to enjoy it. Now, if you want to join the fun, simply just call in at 1-347-989-8142. And you're welcome to call on and join the fun. That again is one three four seven. 989-8142. You can call us any questions. Join our discussion. All right. Well, since we have a lot to do and a lot to talk about on the show, let's go ahead and get started, shall we? It's Tom. It's Tom. It's 10 minutes of fame, Tom. Your host, Alex and Jeff, will both have... Five minutes of fame right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live, right here on the Ace Network. What will Alex and Jeff have to say for the next ten minutes here on Saturday Night Live? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I'm going to start our 10 minutes of fame with my own personal 5 minutes of fame live. So here is Alice Cardinelli, 5 minutes of fame. So the first thing I want to talk about today is ignorance. Now, I want all of my listeners to try and adore ignorant people. I've noticed over the last few years there seems to be a lot of ignorance from people. Now, let me tell you how much ignorance I have been dealing with. I have people uh, leaving nasty comments on my Twitter page. I have people leaving nasty comments on my Facebook page. And then I have people leaving nasty comments on my YouTube channel and uh, hitting the dislike button and all my videos for no reason whatsoever. And then, uh, very rarely, but this does happen, I get some ignorant callers here on the ACE Network. Um, So I have seen firsthand how ignorant people are over the last few years in the world today. 
So my solution to ignorant people now is just to ignore them. If anyone is ignorant towards me, all I do is I hit the block button. That is the best thing to do with ignorant people. So I'm telling all my listeners, instead of going back and forth in an argument with a person who is being ignorant, simply just block them because you're going to save yourself a lot of unneeded stress and a lot of unneeded anger by going back and forth with a person. Just block them. You no longer have to deal with that person's ignorance or stupidity ever again. Now, my next topic for my five minutes of fame today happens to be about my favorite baseball team of all time, the New York Yankees. And over the past week, I heard on radio shows and I heard on SportsCenter, on ESPN, and all of the uh, sports shows here in Boston and in Massachusetts that the Yankees were going to get killed by the Tigers and that we were going to get destroyed by the Mets pitcher DeGrom. But look what happened this week. The Yankees beat the Tigers at least two or three times, and the Yankees destroyed DeGrom last night. And even though the Yankees lost today to the Mets, we're still pretty good. If we can beat one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, the Yankees are pretty good. And we, we did not just beat DeGrom fair and square. We killed DeGrom. I mean, if you got Jacoby Ellsbury hitting a home run off of uh, DeGrom, then that, may, that must mean that the Yankees are capable of destroying DeGrom. So I'm warning everyone out there, if not a Yankee fan, never underestimate the Yankees because the more you underestimate the Yankees, the more the Yankees are going to win. And the Yankees are actually a pretty good baseball team, believe it or not. We might not have the all-star players like other teams have, but we do have some uh, awesome players. So never underestimate the Yankees. And let's go Yankees. And my final topic for tonight's five minutes of fame is I want to give some shout-outs to well-deserving YouTube channels. And I watch all these channels every single day of the week, and they watch their videos at least twice because their channels are awesome and their videos are phenomenal. So these are fish-keeping channels, and I also have a couple other non-fish-keeping channels. So the first channel I'd like to give a shout-out to is my friend, Dakota Discus, who is actually very big into discus breeding. He breeds discus, and he'll, he'll soon have discus for sale that he is breeding. So if you're into discus cichlid fish, check out Dakota Discus on YouTube. Next, we have all the way from the United Kingdom, Psychedelic Babe, who's got a wonderful YouTube channel with some wonderful music and wonderful fish. And then we've got my good friend, who's here right now, Slashmaster1989 on YouTube. His channel is going to be soon changed to Slash Aquariums. He's got some wonderful fish-keeping videos as well. Then we've got another, another man, another fish-keeper from Massachusetts, Mass Aquarium. has got the best planted and saltwater aquarium videos on YouTube, so check out Mass Aquariums. Now, some of our non-fish-keeping friends that I think deserve a shout-out would be Mick Juggernuggets. I actually uh, enjoy his YouTube channel, and I think his videos are pretty cool. So definitely check out Mick Juggernuggets if you're into comedy on YouTube. Next, we've got the Indie Grandpa, who is a, has an awesome YouTube channel. Now, if you love um, – 
thing. People get angry if you love laughing at things. Then you're going to love the Angry Grandpa channel. I definitely recommend checking it out. And then, if you're not a Philadelphia Eagle fan, you're going to crack up at this channel, EDP445. And uh, his channel is kind of funny because I'm not an Eagles fan, but whenever the Eagles lose or the Eagles manager does something stupid, that guy uh, freaks out and he, he looks funny doing so. So that's all the shout-outs that I have for you this week. And I want to thank you guys for listening to my personal five minutes of fame. So, uh, Jeff, what do you have for us for your five minutes of fame tonight? Today I was just going to talk about a couple things that I picked up today. I thought it was all right with you. Sounds great, sir. Today I picked up one of Alex's favorite fish. I got a, uh, I think it's a placat beta. And I'll tell you what, I think think this fish is amazing. It's one of the most beautiful fish I've ever seen. I've got it in my fluval spec, and it's just really enjoyable to watch. And Alex, if you don't mind getting, if I get you involved in my five minutes of fame, what are your thoughts on me getting a beta? Better. Well, uh, bettas are pretty cool. They're actually a very easy fish to care for, and they have a lot of beautiful colors. And uh, bettas are a fish that beginners could keep. I just don't like bettas because there are plenty of other fish out there that have plenty of color. But uh, bettas are awesome. I know when I was a kid I had bettas, but I'm a grown adult now, so there's no need for me to have a betta. But if you love bettas, then that's cool. Bettas are kind of cool looking. Well, the only reason what I'm saying is I wouldn't have got it, but. I had a two a two point five gallon tank just sitting around. There's not much you can put in there, so I just thought getting a yeah, better to be in here. to be right next to my computer just so I have something to watch while I'm doing the show. And I think it's pretty amazing. And I also got a convict today, and I named him um, Petey. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that that better sounds like it'll be interesting companion for the radio show now. Yeah, he's right next to the computer right now. Awesome. (laughs) That was all I had for today. Awesome. So that was our 10 minutes of fame right here on the Saturday night main event. So any of our listeners are welcome to have their own five minutes of fame. So if you're listening live to our Saturday night main event right now, go ahead and call in. At one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, so you can have your own five minutes of fame. Remember, listeners, you're going to talk about anything and everything here on our five minutes of fame. We would love to have some of our listeners have their very own five minutes of fame. So until we get a caller, we're going to move right along to our next segment here on Saturday Night Main Event. It's showtime. Live right here, right now on the Saturday Night Live. Your host, WWE fans, Alex and Jeff, are going to recap WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night Smackdown right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. So, WWE fans... Get ready for some wrestling.
for WWE Review here on Saturday Night Main Event. Now, there's actually going to be a pay-per-view coming up um, tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow it's going to be WWE Extreme Rules. So before I go ahead and review Raw and SmackDown from this week, I would like to remind all of our WWE fans out there that tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, WWE Extreme Rules will be airing on the WWE Network. So I personally like to recommend anyone out there that does not have the WWE Network, I think you should subscribe to the WWE Network if you love wrestling because you can get WWE Extreme Rules for just $9.99. Plus, I believe for new subscribers, I believe Extreme Rules is free this month if you subscribe to the WWE Network. So definitely take the time to subscribe to the network because you're going to get all the pay-per-views for free, including SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and all the big pay-per-views. But there is WWE Extreme Rules coming to you guys tomorrow night, and I'm definitely going to be watching WWE Extreme Rules. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Awesome, yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully it'll be a, a good pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to the steel cage match between Randy Orton and Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. What match are you looking forward to, Jeff? Try the Russian chain match, but, you know, I'm really not a fan of the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I'm not either. I, I'm really not interested in that pay-per-view, so hopefully next year they'll change it back to a better pay-per-view, but hopefully it'll be a good pay-per-view that makes us uh, change our minds on it. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and review Monday Night Raw, Thursday Night SmackDown from this week. So I'll start by reviewing Monday Night Raw. So Randy Orton comes out and enters a steel cage surrounding the ring to kickstart Monday Night Raw, and he says Seth Rollins is one dumb bastard. He says banning the RKO won't help because he doesn't need the RKO. Orton says inflicting pain is his greatest strategy and strength. Orton says he wants to make this slow and agonizing. Then he describes how he will take Rollins apart and hurt him badly. Rollins comes out and says Orton has anger problems, but Orton says he has a Rollins problem and he's going to make sure it goes away. Rollins says he can play this game better than anyone, and he is that much better than Orton, so it doesn't matter what threats Orton makes. He says Orton should get everything out of his system tonight, but Orton says that's a good idea, and he will get the RKO's out of his system. Orton says he's going to RKO every son of a bitch backstage. Then he will get to Rollins before the night is over. That was a great segment to kickstart Raw, and I definitely enjoyed that segment. And then we had Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper, and this was a no contest as both superstars were counted out outside of the ring. And we had Seth Rollins backstage with J&J security, and they get scared by the primetime players who mock Rollins about getting RKO'd. They keep moving and run into Triple H, who says he hopes things are fine because he doesn't like seeing his champion sweat. Triple H says everything is fine, and they say Kane won't be a problem either. Rollins asks about Orton and says he needs more security, but Triple H says it's only one guy, 
and walks away. So it's pretty good to see Triple H back on Raw, even though he defeated Sting at WrestleMania. <laughs> I was happy about that. Yeah, I know you. You always tease me about that. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving along on uh, Monday Night Raw now, and I have to say, uh, um, one of my personal favorite matches on Raw this week is coming up pretty soon. Um, my page is still loading, so I'm trying to get the results to you as soon as I can. Okay, so here we go. Then we have Lucha Dragons versus New Day with Xavier Woods, and this was to crown the new tag team champion contenders, and the winner of this match was the New Day. And then we had Curtis Axel versus Fandango, with Fandango picking up the victory over Curtis Axel, and that was a pretty good match, and um, Curtis Axel looked pretty good, but... In the end, Fandango got the victory over Curtis Axel. And I actually think that Fandango being a good guy could eventually work for him. I'm very interested in seeing how that works out for Fandango. And then we had the Triple H promo, which is my favorite thing of the whole entire Raw this week. This was the best promo of the show. Triple H comes to the ring and says last year the authority was at a crossroads and they were looking for the face of the WWE. He says they should agree that Seth Rollins is taking that mantle, but now it's time to find the next Seth Rollins. Triple H talks about tough enough returning. Then Kane comes out and tells Triple H he's been trying to get a hold of him. Rollins storms out and calls him a coward. Then they bicker back and forth, and H says that's enough. Triple H vouches for Kane and says he is making him guardian of the gate at Extreme Rules, and if he says if anyone wants to get involved in a steel cage match this Sunday, Kane will have to let them through. Rollins says he can't believe Kane is being rewarded, but H tells them to get on the same page, and Rollins reluctantly shakes Kane's hand. So that was a pretty weird segment, but I uh, enjoyed Naomi versus Brie Bella with Naomi picking up the victory, and uh, I think Naomi's pretty good diva as a heel. She's probably one of the cool uh, heel divas that WWE has right now in their uh, diva locker room, and uh, I think she could be a next diva champion. I'm not sure if the WWE is ready to take the belt off of Nikki Bella this Sunday, um, but I think uh, Naomi could make a future diva champion. She just needs some uh, work, but she could be cool. All right, and then we have Sheamus versus uh, Zack Ryder, and Sheamus would win by disqualification after kicking and beating the crap out of Zack Ryder. And then we have another United States Championship challenge by John Cena, and this time Kane would accept the challenge, and John Cena would defeat uh, Kane. And I think Kane is slowly but surely turning into a face. Hopefully we'll see a face turn for Kane pretty soon. You can see Kane leaving the authority, but John Cena would defeat Kane and retain his United States Championship. And I think that was a pretty interesting match. No one expected Kane to come out and challenge for the United States Championship, but I'm kind of glad that the WWE is making the championship feel like a very special title again. 
Okay, so uh, moving on down to our next match here. Again, I'm just waiting for my uh, page to load. It's going really slow today for for whatever reason, but it should be here in a couple minutes. Okay, Miz Dow versus the Miz with the winner keeping the Miz likeness and Summer Summer Ray turned into a heel again by attacking Damian Miz Dow and the Miz won, but the Miz got RKO'd after he tried to brag about his victory. So then we had Ryback versus Adam Rose with the winner being Ryback. And in our main event we had Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins was victorious. Now, after the match, Seth Rollins starts to brag about winning when Triple H cuts him off and puts him over the winner this Sunday. Rollins says he wants to finish his thoughts, and he proved himself now, and he will prove this is his WWE on Sunday. Kane cuts him off and heads to the ring, but Mercury and Noble try and reason with him. The cage starts lowering as Kane is on the ramp, but Rollins doesn't see Randy Orton sneak into the cage. Rollins tries to climb the cage and escape, but Orton pulls him off the cage and drops him with a big RKO to end Monday Night Raw. And that was Monday Night Raw from this week. Uh, it was a pretty good Raw. I enjoyed it, and I was able to watch it fully with a good Raw. I think it was pretty good, and I definitely enjoyed it. So uh, were you able to see any of Raw this week, Jeff? No, I didn't catch it. I was watching The Voice. Oh, yeah. I know you're a big fan of The Voice. The Voice is pretty cool, too. I saw a couple episodes of that last week. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy it. All right. So now our last WWE review is going to be on SmackDown. So let's go ahead and review SmackDown. Now, the authority opens up the show. Kane and Seth Rollins get after Rollins made fun of the big man Kane for moving to John Cena. Kane gets in his face and tells him to lay down for him and return the favor for from a few weeks ago, or Kane would rip Seth Rollins' guts out. A referee comes out, and eventually the champion lies down, but Kane says he was only messing around. Instead, he announces a match with Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose comes down is attacked from behind by Luke Harper. A brawl breaks down with all the heels attacking Ambrose until Roman Reigns runs out to make the save. This sets up the main event. Uh, Seth Rollins and Luke Harper versus Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Adrian Neville and Dolph Ziggler defeated Sheamus and Bad New Spirit in a tag team match. I'm glad to see Adrian Neville in the WWE. He's a pretty good uh Talented superstar. He had a great future for the WWE. Then Naomi defeated Natalia. Ryback defeated Rusev in via disqualification. And after the match, uh, Rusev attacked uh, Ryback with his steel chain. Kofi Kingston defeated Cesaro. And Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose defeated Seth Rollins and Luke Harper. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Friday Night SmackDown. Or I should say Thursday Night SmackDown. I haven't watched SmackDown this week, but I heard it's pretty good and it sounds uh, pretty interesting. So a pretty good SmackDown. So were you able to watch SmackDown this week, Chef, or no? No, I, I don't watch SmackDown most of the time. I just stick with Raw and pay-per-views. 
Yeah, me too. So the only time I watch SmackDown is if it's something interesting, but I generally don't watch SmackDown either. So that is our WWE review here on Saturday Night Main Event for this week. Next week we're going to review Raw, SmackDown, and the pay-per-view Extreme Rules right here on Saturday Night Main Event. So WWE fans, you're going to get triple uh, triple threat action next week here on Saturday Night Main Event as we recap Raw, SmackDown, and Extreme Rules. All right, so we're going to go ahead and welcome our guest to the show. Now, unfortunately, we could not find a live guest for the show, so we're going to go ahead and uh, play a clip of an interview I did with San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe two years ago on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. Now, back then, I interviewed... Fire Captain John Lowe about cooking in the kitchen and preventing fires. So you, the listeners, are going to learn a lot about kitchen fires and preventing fires right here, right now, on Saturday night main event. And right after this, we're going to hear some movie clips, and it's time for you guys to guess what movies they are right after our wonderful guest interview right now. That being said, let's welcome in the man of the hour, San Francisco Fire Captain, Mr. John Lowe. Hi, John. How are you doing today? Hey, doing great. Hey, thanks, Alex, for having me on your show. Look forward uh, to sharing some stories and some safety tips. I am so thankful to have you on the show as well. I've been looking forward to getting a firefighter on the show for quite a long time, and I'm really thankful for you accepting the chance to come on the show. Thank you very much. Ah, oh, you're welcome. My my pleasure. <clears throat> So what do we want to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about kitchen. Actually, how about we start off by having you um, telling us a bit about yourself and then a basic background of you as a firefighter, if you don't mind. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I think in 1992 I got into the uh, San Francisco Fire Department and I worked as a firefighter for a few years and I became a... uh, a chief's operator, a chief's aide assistant. Did that for about five or six years before I became a uh, lieutenant. And I did that for about five or six years. And I uh, took a promotional exam to become a captain. And I've been doing that for about five or six years. So all that together adds up to about 22 years. And currently I'm working as a captain of uh, Engine 9. It's a great company at Station 9. That's great. That's great. So you must have a lot of experience with firefighting and stuff. Yeah, 22 years, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff. (laughs) But, hey, I'll tell you what, uh, let's talk about, you know, fires and uh, how they start. Uh, Have you ever heard of uh, the fire triangle, Alex? The fire, uh, uh, you say that again, I didn't hear you. What was it? The fire triangle? Um... Uh, yeah, I think I've heard it a couple of times. That's okay. um, that, that's oxygen, heat, and something else, right? Fuel. Fuel. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. In order to have a, any fire, you have to have all three of those uh, uh, elements there. You have to have a heat source. You have to have something to burn. In order for you to have a fire, you also have to have oxygen. So taking away any part of the uh, triangle, any one of the legs, you um, cannot have a fire. 
So if we're uh, in a kitchen and you have a fire, most of the time you want to just remove the heat. And if you're able to remove the heat, you've extinguished the fire. But most fires in the kitchen probably happen uh, cooking with oil, deep frying. Uh, some uh, fires start when you know during Thanksgiving when they try to deep fry a turkey. You know, but you're usually doing that outside. Uh, you can probably see some cool videos on YouTube about you know a fire started by a deep frying turkey and things like that. And you can see how volatile uh, it is when you uh, superheat oil to deep fry a turkey. Uh, but if we did have a small kitchen fire, let's say your pan caught on fire, when, maybe when you're sautéing some uh, chicken or something like that, uh, one of the best things to do is to turn off the heat. If that doesn't put the fire out, then you can take the uh, pan, open up your oven, stick it in the oven, and then try to remove the oxygen. If that doesn't work, then you can also take a large lid and put it over the top of the pan, and that will definitely remove the oxygen. And uh, now you've relieved, uh, removed two um, legs of the triangle, heat and oxygen, and the fire should go out. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Actually, we were, we're actually taught to do that before we call the fire department is to try to smother the fire, or we we usually do the cheap, the cheapest route and to use baking soda and salt as well before we mm -hmm. call the fire department. Yeah, yeah, you know, that could work. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't want to use water uh, in a grease fire or an oil fire because it really reacts violently uh, with the uh, hot oils. I think most people know that, but in case you didn't, I thought I'd mention that. Um, you can also use fire extinguishers. Uh, probably the best one to use would probably, probably be a, a CO2 extinguisher, uh, liquefied CO2, because once you spray it on there, it cools. It also removes the heat uh, or removes the oxygen, puts out the fire, and then after it's over, when it dries up, uh, there's no real big mess to clean up except for maybe the oil from the heat. But uh, it's pretty hard to find those. And so you probably end up buying uh, from the hardware store or something like that a a dry a small dry chemical um, extinguisher, and I would use that uh, as a last resort because you open that thing up, it's like throwing flour all over your kitchen. <laughs> I mean, better than you know that would probably be better than your whole kitchen or a house burning down okay i'll take that okay but most of the times before we use that dry chemical extinguisher that you buy from the hardware store uh i would go through some of these other steps as well you know covering it uh with a large lid uh maybe throw some baking soda or something like that uh but let's talk about this uh i think most of us can handle a small fire in a pan or in a pot, maybe because we're deep frying. Okay, if it's isolated to the pot itself, uh, covering it would be perfect. Maybe you might want to put on an oven mitt to protect your hand because the oil's on fire, and as you reach over with the cover, it'll protect your hand from being burned. Uh, 
and and extinguish it that way. But let's say we some some type of food we're trying to deep fry, we put it in the deep fryer, the oil came uh, overflowed the sides of the pot. Does that make sense, Alex? Yes, it does. I've seen that happen many times before. Okay, and then now the oil comes over the side of the pot, it hits the flame uh, from the burner, and now we have a fire covering uh, the cooking surface uh, of the stove. Now this is going to get it gets a little bit more exciting, but don't panic. Okay, I always think that one of the next best things to do, okay, is um, get a large towel and soak it in water. Okay, get it nice and damp so when you put the towel on the fire, the towel itself doesn't catch on fire. You're not adding more fuel to the fire to make it bigger. You want a nice damp towel, and then you're going to throw it over the entire stove and put it out that way. Because that towel is going to be wet, it's going to smother, it's going to cool, so you're removing, once again, the heat and the oxygen from this fire. You might have to throw away the towel after that, but I think you'd much rather do that than to use the dry chemical, which gets all over your entire kitchen. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes a lot of sense. I actually uh, just learned that, so I learned something new today. Thank you very much. Yeah, so anyway, um, the the main reasons why uh, we usually have kitchen fires there's two basic reasons. One, uh, inattention. You know, maybe the we left the pot on, we're cutting something, and we're trying to heat up the oil, and we overheated it, and then you have a fire that way. Okay. The other way a fire typically happens is that we turn on a pot, and we get busy, we forget about it, and... Next you know, whatever was in the pot burns. And then you have that unmistakable smell of burnt food. But that one's not that big of a deal. It usually doesn't catch on fire. It just has a horrible smell, and it fills the house out full filled with smoke. And if that happens, the best thing to do is just turn on your um, uh, kitchen vent fan, open up a bunch of windows, get some fans, and just introduce a lot of uh, outside air to blow out the smoke. And basically those are the two basic fires that we have, you know, because um, kitchens, you know, they're not really meant to burn. Does that make sense? Yes, that's, I, agree with you, I agree with you on that that part of the uh, what you just said, because a lot of kitchens, the professional kitchens have something we call an ansel system, which is designed to fight kitchen fires. Absolutely. And you don't want one of those to go off in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, I yeah. agree with you on that. A huge mess. Exactly. And um, uh, well, let me mention. Um, well, I think we've pretty much covered a lot of it. Uh, covering the fire, removing the heat, uh, or putting a, a burning uh, pot in the oven. And uh, if you have a bigger fire over the entire countertop, it'd be good to get a uh, a towel and wet it down and smother the flames that way. If that doesn't work, then I would use that dry chemical extinguisher and knock it down that way. 
And then I would call the fire department as well, have them come out, take a look, make sure the fire didn't get into the um, the flue, uh, the stovetop flue, or didn't get into the walls or things like that, you know, um, and just make sure that's okay. Well said. I agree with you on that part as well because it could be more a bigger problem if you don't have the fire department to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's just, you know, contained just to a pot or a stove, you probably don't need to bother the fire department for that. But, you know, if you're nervous at all, which a lot of people are sometimes, you know, go ahead and just call the fire department. We'll gladly come out and uh, make sure there's no extension to the fire and it's just isolated just to your stove. That's true. It's usually the newbie cooks that uh, cause a lot of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, you know... Uh, we have newbies as well. We have uh, two new uh, probies, uh, probationary firefighters is what we call them, probies. Uh, and um, uh, we have to teach them how to cook. You know, for not too many people cook for uh, uh, 10, 15, you know, 20 firefighters uh, every day. You know, so we have to uh, teach them how to uh, uh, shop properly, get the best deals, and... Um, you know, how to cook simple meals that are good and that could uh, fill a bunch of hungry firemen or women or firefighters, if that's what you want to call them. Yeah, but, um, you know, but I I have to tell you, to be honest, uh, you know, even at the firehouse, and you could probably agree with me uh, with this too, Alex, uh, even the professionals burn food. Yes, right? yes, unfortunately, I see a lot of burnt food <laughs> at, at the restaurants. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so I try to tell my wife, you know, that she wasn't a very good cook in the beginning, and she sort of gets down on herself when she burns something. She was very frustrated, you know, because she knows I work for the fire department. She knows I cook some great meals and things like that. And, and when she does something not perfect or she burns some food, she used to get really down on herself, you know, like feeling like she's a failure, you know. But I was just trying to encourage her. I said, honey, firefighters burn food all the time. <laughs> we make mistakes just like everybody else. You know, we don't have kitchen fires, but we definitely know, know how to burn food. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's perfect, so that's the way I like to look, I like to look at it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what the number one thing we uh, – burn in the uh, firehouse? Well, we usually burn our garlic bread. Oh, the easiest thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because you, there's, there's a, you know, you, when you put that, you put your, all your nice butter and paprika and garlic, and then you want to bake it, right, a little bit, but to top it off, you want to, you know, throw it in the broiler, you know, get that nice little crust going on the top, but for whatever reason... We burn it. <laughs> I know why. I know why it burns. Do you, uh-huh. do you guys have the the broiler on hot, way high? Is it on yeah. the highest? That's why it burns. Uh-huh. I would keep it. I would keep it on medium low when you uh, put garlic bread in there. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I have okay. to tell them that. Well, you know the problem with firefighters. We're too but, impatient. <laughs> oh, I agree with you on that. I'm, I'm impatient too. <laughs> you know, so we just hey, just turn that sucker on high and just watch it. Don't let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's me too. I'm impatient yeah. too. 
Exactly. Actually, you know, the other reason why it burns is that, you know, one firefighter is mainly, uh, he's the main cook, and then we have other people who just jump in as a team. We always, like, try to cook together. And the main cook will assign, hey, firefighter A, hey, you take care of the garlic bread. You know, and he does the perfect job, preps it, you know, melts the butter, you know, sautés the garlic, puts it over the bread, adds all the paprika and some Parmesan cheese on it. And then what he does is he throws it in a broiler and he walks away because he thinks, oh, the main cook is watching it. Well, the main cook said, hey, I gave it to Firefighter A to watch. And then next thing you know, no one watches it. And next thing you know, we smell burnt food. It's like, ah, oh, the garlic <laughs> bread. Ah, oh, 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 no. You know, so, yeah, hey. Well, so anyway, just want to encourage all your uh, listening audience, uh, your new beginner uh Chefs out there, we all make mistakes, and we survive them. Well said. I, I agree with you on that part as well. And, um, we, you actually uh, went right, 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 right with the show. We wanted to talk about the uh, cooking in the, hel- the uh, firehouse now, if you, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Actually, you know, um, I have a, a firehouse cookbook. Uh, it's called Firehouse Food. Cooking with San Francisco's firefighters, and you know, you mind if I just give it a plug? I mean, I make no money from it, but uh, it's a book that was uh, written and photographed uh, by uh, what is this? George Dulce, and the photographs are done by Paul Moore, and it's uh, the exact recipes that we use in the firehouse uh, all the time. And it covers everything from pasta to Caesar salad to stews to salads to uh, desserts. And it's a great book. And uh, the actual firefighters use this uh, cookbook all the time. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about it. Sounds like a wonderful book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, they can probably look it up on the Internet. I won't waste uh, too much of their time on it. But it's called, uh, once again, Firehouse Food, Cooking with San Francisco's Firefighters. Yeah, look it up online. You know, uh, but one of the recipes that I love using out of that is the um uh our Caesar salad dressing. Cuz nice. really the yeah, the in in the fire department, you know, there's a lot of different si- types of salads we like uh, to make, but the king is Caesar salad. Caesar salad rules in the, in the San Francisco fire department. Yeah, so that's a great recipe there. So I look for I definitely look um look for that book and uh get that recipe to the Caesar salad dressing. I use it all the time. Nice. I love Caesar salad. It's too bad that we're far away. I would uh, I'll make you some of my homemade Caesar salad for you guys. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but uh when we cook in the the firehouse, um Usually the way that works is uh, the officers uh, typically do not uh, are not assigned to cook for the firefighters. Uh, the officers assign um, firefighters to cook. There's a cooking chart, and every time you cook, you get an X um, on the chart, and whoever has the least amount of Xs, they're due to cook. So we share uh, that responsibility. But you have one main guy who's in charge of uh, cooking that day, so he decides what we're having, how much we're having. Um, it, it's all on him. But all the firefighters, uh, we try to encourage them to chip in and help and make it a team effort. 
Because it's a lot of work to cook for ten people for one guy to do that. I hear that. Have you guys ever considered hiring a chef? Wow, that's a good uh, good idea. You know, actually, back in the day, uh, probably 40, 50 years ago in the San Francisco Fire Department, uh, they used to have uh, permanent cooks. You know, they had a, a firefighter who was, uh, maybe he was uh, injured a little bit, you know, where he couldn't actually go out and fight fires anymore, but we still needed someone to cook, so he would uh, be the permanent cook in the station. So that's actually a pretty uh, pretty cool thing, but um, you can't get away with that nowadays. You know, everyone everyone has to be uh, well. They cannot be a non-performing asset. <laughs> you know, we pay you to do a job. You have to be able to fight fires and cook and do other things. You know, but back in the day, yeah, they just had um, one guy be the cook for the station. So that I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so that was our guest for this week. That was San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe talking about cooking fires and cooking in a firehouse. And next week we're going to hear part two of my exclusive interview with San Francisco Fire Captain John Lowe right here on Saturday Night Main Event. And next week John Lowe is going to share some of his firefighting experiences, such as his tragic accident that he Yes, ran across, and will also tell us about what it's like to be a firefighter. So join us next Saturday for part two of that exclusive interview I had with firefighter John Lowe. So what did you think of that, Jeff? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I never had the opportunity to interview a firefighter before, so I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, a lot of great information so you don't burn your house. Yeah, that's, that's pretty true. So hopefully our listeners will uh, appreciate it. Well, moving on down to our next segment here on the uh, ACE Network on Saturday night main event. It's one of my personal favorite segments. It's movie trivia time right here on the ACE Network. time right here right now on Saturday Night Live. You the movie fans and you the live listeners can call in at 1-347-989-8142 or post your guests live in the live chat room. So come on listeners, let us know what movies you're playing right here right now on Saturday Night Live. 1-347-989-8142. Light camera action. I'll be back.
All right, so it's movie trivia time right here on Saturday night main event. Any of our live listeners can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to guess what movie I'm playing right here right now. Or you can also post your guesses on Twitter at Alice Cardinelli one or on uh, Facebook by messaging me on Facebook at Alice Cardinelli on Facebook. So hopefully our live listeners will take a guess to what movie clip we're playing right here, right now. Again, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two or on Twitter at Alice Cardinelli one. So this week Jeff was going to um, send us some movie clips for me to guess and all of you guys to guess, but Jeff was very busy this week, so. This week, I'm going to have Jeff and you guys guess these movie clips. And next week, I will be guessing what clips Jeff has for us. And you guys will also guess next week what clips Jeff has for you. So this week, we're going to do the same thing we did last week. I'm going to have Jeff and all my listeners guess what movie clips we're playing. But next week, we'll change it up. And I'll be guessing the movie clips that Jeff provides for us. So are you ready to start guessing, Jeff? Yes, sir. All right, so hopefully I, I found some uh, hard movies for you. I got four of them that I'm going to play this week. So here we go. Here's the first one. Calm down, sir. Excuse me? That's a ma'am. Oh. You guys seem like two classy ladies. What is your name? Precious. She ain't that precious. What is your real name? Precious. Yeah, but like when you were born, what did your... Not your gang name or your stripper name. Yeah. Precious. So, Precious, great name. Why don't you tell us what's going on here? She's trying to give my man behind my back. I will be reading the part of DeAndre. You read Jaquanda. What are you doing? Eating soup. Trying to lose some weight and stuff. Girl, you ain't got to lose. Thank you. Because you fine as wine. Look, DeAndre. Don't be texting me again, okay? You see? Unless you want to get them nuts up in my guts. Oh, oh that's no, right. No, that's no, Isn't he? 
morning just stuck his tongue in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, I thought they thought it was Great. cute. Great. You're wonderful. Oh, Calvin, you did so good. You did yeah. so well. Yes. Now, if that lady ever touches you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, you let us know, okay? Yeah, good yeah. Does that warm water feel good? Does it feel nice? Mm-hmm. Look at you. Do you want some company in there with you? I think we can work that out. Yeah? Jeff? Yeah, that's Little Man. Yep, that's correct. Little Man is that movie. It's a pretty uh, pretty good movie. What do you think about that movie? Oh, it's funny. Yeah, I think it's a pretty favorite. Now, this next movie is uh, actually pretty funny. It's a classic comedy, so we'll see if you can guess this one. Oh, Norbert, you know I'd be so romantic if you carry me over the threshold like a little chocolate drop. Be delicate now. (laughs) Put your back into it. Come on, be a man. You ain't no man. that one is was it Norbit yep that's Norbit that's Refusia from uh, Norbit another good fa- favorite movie of mine I think it's pretty funny what do you think of that movie oh yeah I thought it was funny I haven't seen it for a long time yeah, it was, uh, yeah it's a pretty cool movie and our final final uh, movie clip that I'm going to play on this week's show it's actually a song that was performed by the two actors in this movie. I think you might know what movie this is, but here it is anyways.
Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Procosinus, Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. 
School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today, School of Fish, Inc., located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. It's your band, Tropical Fish, is proud to partner with the Aquatic Wetline Online Radio. It's your band, Tropical Fish, brings to you exotic and rare tropical fish shipped straight to your door. Stingrays, dat noise, peacock bass, arowanas, and much more. If you are into rare and exotic fish, we have the fish just for you. For more information, check out our website, itchabandtropical.com, and also check us out on Monster Fish Keepers, Itchabond Tropical Fish. North Texas Holy Rock, providing the world the finest Holy Rock, one rock at a time. Satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're looking for a small single piece or 200 pounds to set up your first MB Una tank, North Texas Holy Rock can provide you what you need. You will not find a company that offers the same level of customer service or an owner who truly enjoys setting up your tank as if it were his own. North Texas Holy Rock also offers all related aquarium supplies and accessories. Find us on the web at ntholyrock.com. That's N-T-H-O-L-E-Y-R-O-C-K.com. North Texas Holy Rock. Hey. Calling all you freshwater fish lovers. Are you on Facebook right now? I bet you are. Come check out the wonderful group called Freshwater Fish Freak, which has over 2,000 freshwater fish freaks. Whatever you see, community fish, monster fish, oddball fish, or even goldfish, all freshwater fish keepers are welcome. Open arms. You will not find another group with such wonderful freshwater honeys who share their love of the honey. So type in that search bar on Facebook, Freshwater Fish Week, and click join to be part of this awesome freshwater fish group on Facebook. So, freshwater fish group, are you waiting for it? Come check us out.
Tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. Saturday night main event, and we are having a phenomenal show thus far. Now, before commercial break, we did our five minutes of fame. We reviewed WWE Raw and SmackDown from this week. We had a wonderful guest who was the fire captain of the San Francisco Fire Department, and we just recently did our movie or movie trivia time. And now we're going to do our Idiot of the Week segment. We're also going to do Pranks of the Week, and this time we are actually going to be doing live pranks where I'm going to prank three businesses live here on the Ace Network. And then we're going to do our Saturday Night Spotlight where we'll be reviewing food and beverages for the first time ever. And we'll also do our Today in History. So this is the fun part of Saturday Night Main Event here on East Network. Don't forget you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to join us. 
So let's get back into the action because we've got a lot to do and so little time left. Dumbass. Dumbass, motherfucker. It's time to find out who the idiots of the week are for this week. It's the idiots of the week right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. If you are featured in this segment, then you are for sure a big dumbass. Okay, so we have a lot of idiots to talk about this week. Now, first and foremost, the first idiots I would like to talk about is a new trend going on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of the social media accounts. Kids and teenagers specifically are now actually starting to suck on glasses, and uh, it actually infects their lips, and their lips actually look puffy and things. I guess they call that the duck face now. And actually, once they're done sucking on their uh, glasses, they actually uh, take a picture of their face with their big, fat, puffy duck lips. And actually, I think that's pretty stupid because it can cause permanent damage to your lips. I uh, honestly don't know what to say about that. I'm kind of baffled that uh, teenagers are doing that because you could lose your lips by doing things like that. So that truly deserves to be an honorable mention for Idiot of the Week. So uh, what do you think of that, Jeff? How stupid is that? Oh, that's, I don't know. I, I see some people do it. I'm not quite sure how bad it could hurt you. Some of the pictures are pretty funny, though. Yeah, it is kind of funny, but I definitely would not recommend doing it because you could lose your lips, but it is kind of stupid, don't you think? Yeah. Well, uh, if you think that's stupid and idiotic, wait till you hear this one. Here's a big, big blonde idiot of the week. This is a Wisconsin woman burgerizes home for cheese and beer, but she asked police to help find phone. She left that crime scene. How stupid can you get? Kelly L. Mayer might be the ultimate cheesehead. The 37-year-old Wisconsin native burglarized a home in a desperate search for beer and cheese. To make matters worse, or scratch that, cheesier, the homeowner discovered Mayer hiding inside the residence and snacking on cheese. When the homeowner forced, forced her out of the house, Mayor decided to leave behind a stolen laptop. The street value of cheese far exceeds electronics in America's dairy land. To cover her barley and curd trail, Mayor also dosed herself in perfume before fleeing the scene. A police spokesperson described how easy it was to apprehend the highly scented suspect. They not only spotted her hiding, they could smell her. While Mayer effectively forfeited her bones on her dairy diet, cheese and beer didn't make for the best high-speed getaway. Police quickly nabbed her and discovered the stolen Guinness cheese and various small electronics. Under the influence of cheese and booze, Mayer had managed to forget her cell phone at the scene of the crime. A police spokesperson recounted how Mayer implored the arresting officers to help her. While officers were taking inventory, she asked about her cell phone. They called her number, and back at the victim's house, a phone began to ring inside a living room cabinet. I mean, how stupid can you get? What do you think of that one, Jeff? Yeah, that's pretty stupid. 
It better been some foreign cheese that cost a lot of money. It's kind of funny, though. Some idiot tried to steal cheese and beer, and then she uh, tells cops, uh, can you go get my phone? (laughs) Yeah. That's stupid. People are uh, really dumb now. Now, there's one more idiot of the week that I would like to share with all of our uh, listeners here on the Ace Network tonight. So, here we go. It's when this man burned after setting rental car on fire trying to kill bedbugs. Police say a Long Island man set his rental car ablaze while trying to kill bedbugs inside the vehicle. Scott Kemery suffered first and second degree burns in the incident Tuesday outside an Eastport supermarket. Police say that the Bridgehampton resident poured alcohol all over the insects, then sat in the car and lit a cigarette setting off the blaze. He fled the vehicle on his own. Detective Sergeant Edward Fitzgerald told Newsday that someone told Kimmery that if he saturated the bed bugs with alcohol, it would kill them. Police say two other cars were heavily damaged from the intense heat of the fire. And that is actually uh, pretty stupid. I never want to risk my setting my car on fire over insects. What do you think of that? Well, it's pretty crazy. I still think the cheese stealer was the stupidest. Yeah, the cheese stealer is the stupidest idiot of the week this week here on uh, Saturday Night Main Event. Well, it's my personal favorite part of our show. What part, what part of the show is this one, Jeff? Prank of the week. Yes, and uh, I have some wonderful pranks of the week for you. For the first time this week, we're going to be doing live prank calls, but uh, I can't wait for that. I'm going to be doing live prank calls every week here on Saturday Night Main Event. But before we get to our live prank calls, I've got like four or five wonderful recorded prank calls that I found on YouTube. So let's hear these recorded prank calls, and then we'll get to the live prank calls that are awesome. So this first prank call is from McDonald's, and they are fake in suing a uh, customer. Here it is, folks. Hello? Uh, Good morning. I'm calling to speak to a James please. Yeah, this is James. James, uh, my name is Harold Stiles, and I'm calling you representing the McDonald's Restaurant Corporation this morning. (laughs) Well, McDonald's McDonald's? Yes, uh, McDonald's Restaurant Corporation. Listen, uh, the reason I'm calling you today is because uh, we are legally required to inform you that McDonald's Corporation is pursuing legal action against you. Okay? Now, at some point this week, you should receive a summons to appear in court. Now, when you get that... Wait, wait. Well, hold on. McDonald's is in a lawsuit? <laughs> no, you're not understanding. Uh, McDonald's is actually suing you. Suing me? Why? Um, apparently, you've been participating in our current Monopoly giveaway promotion? Yeah. Of course. And apparently, you've been turning in some winning pieces for prize redemption? Yeah. Well, I won a medium prize. Yeah, it's been a little bit more than that. 
Barely. Maybe a, a breakfast sandwich, but that's it. Well, so. we've received evidence that you've turned in several game pieces, many for soft drinks and things like that. Um, that you've been t- and these pieces that you've been turning in were fraudulent. <laughs> fraudulent. Yeah, it, it, um, it means they were fake, made up, uh, reproduced illegally. I know what it means. Okay, <laughs> my, my pieces weren't fake. They were right off of the cup you guys gave me. So. Okay, and is that your official statement? <laughs> official statement. Hold on a sec. That's not. <sighs> Who am I talking to? Um, like I said, my name is Harold Styles. Um, I'm a representative for McDonald's Corp. Um, if you'd like, I can put you on speaker with the attorney who's handling our case. His name is William. Yeah, I want to talk right now to who's ever in charge. Okay, okay. Hang on one second. Um, let me get him one second here. Okay, uh, I'm going to put you on with uh, James. He's one of the uh, he's one of the defendants. Okay, James, you're on with him now. Hello. I am extraordinarily busy, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Listen to me. I didn't fake no winning game piece. Yeah, uh, James was wondering if he gets excused um, from the lawsuit. He doesn't, because he broke the rules. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, though. I didn't break no rules, so... Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> Under Section 37B of the contract, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses herein and herein contained, etc., etc., facts, mentis, incendium, gloria, culpum, etc., etc., memo, bis, punitor, delicatum. So you get nothing. You lose. Okay, first of all, don't you ever yell at me like that again. You hear me? And second, I didn't cheat. I got every winning game piece from the cups that you sold me. Wrong, sir. Wrong. You stole fizzy lifting drinks, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I didn't steal shit from you guys. I've been eating at your restaurant for 25 years, and this is how you treat your customers? You accuse them of cheating and threaten them with a f***ing lawsuit? I'm going to sue your ass, huh? What do you think about that? I said good day. You can go f*** yourself, man. I'll see you in court then. Hello? You stole fizzy lifting drinks, so you get nothing. You lose! I just told you I didn't steal shit from you guys! And I ain't no cheater! Is this what you want to do now? You want to call them and ask people? Call them cheaters? I can't wait to see your ass in court so I can tell everyone what you guys do! Wrong, sir! Wrong! No! Right, sir! Right! I'm suing your ass! Under Section 37B of the contract, it states quite clearly that I shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses herein and herein contained, etc., etc., tax, mentis, incendium, gloria, culpum, etc., etc. You listen to me, shit. You can kiss my ass, etc., etc. I didn't steal shit, etc., etc., and I'm suing your ass into the ground, etc., etc. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. Um, excuse me, if I could just cut in here and interrupt for a brief moment to <laughs> inform you of one more small detail in your case. You know what? It, it better be an apology from this hole. <laughs> well, in, in a way it is. Um, you see, this is the Z Morning Zoo radio show on Z104, and uh, you just got phone scanned. <laughs> that was 
kind of funny. What do you think of that one? Oh, that was good. <laughs> I would have. I would have just awesome. hung up. Yeah, me too, probably. So our our next prank here comes from the, our president Barack Obama calling Apple. So this is actually a pretty funny one. So uh, make sure you guys listen clearly to this one. Welcome to Apple. Your call may be recorded for quality assurance. This is Mark. How can I help you? What's up? How's it going, buddy? What's happening? This shit's getting way too complicated for me. Well, um, what sort of computer do you have today, buddy? How can I help you? I do have an iPad. What's your name, sir? This is Senator Barack Obama. This is Senator Barack Obama? Yes. So, um, did you need, actually need any technical assistance today, or is this just a conversation? I admit that I am not always great about hanging up my clothes. All right. Um, I'm not sure what's happening here. Uh, do you need any technical support? If so, I'd be more than happy to assist you. If not, yes. then I'm going to have to go ahead and... You do need tech support. Okay. So what's going on with your machine? Should I be at home baking cookies? I believe you've reached the wrong number. This is technical support. If you need any technical support, I would be more than happy to assist you. If not, then I'm going to have to go ahead and disconnect this call. Tell me we wouldn't be treated different if we was white, or Japanese, or Hawaiian, or fucking uh, Eskimo. We assist anybody and everybody with all of their technical support needs. So uh, I guess you don't need any technical support? The answer would be no. I certainly hope you have a great afternoon. Good afternoon. Can I help? Who's going to pay my rent tomorrow or feed my children today? Huh? How am I going to open an account at the black-owned bank if it charges me extra for checking and won't even give me a business loan because it says it can't afford the risk? Are you asking me stupid questions in our business hours and consuming our business time? You don't understand. Damn, I'm late for class. Later. Yes, can I help you? Can you define more sharply what you think would be a legitimate or fair uh, set of circumstances in the relationship between Iran and Iraq uh, that would make us feel comfortable drawing down our troops? What? What are you talking about? You know exactly what I mean. Definitely. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to sharpen the question so because I, I think you're getting right at, at my point here. Who told you that being honest was a white thing? Not you. I'm not going to help you. We should still be celebrating the fact that I am the sole African-American and only the third since Reconstruction to serve in the Senate. Excuse me? You know Barack, don't you? Barack Obama? Yes. Hello. I will make slow motion sex right now. Really? I didn't vote for you. Goodbye. Now you know that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. What year is it? Who's president? It is 2013, and Barack Obama is the president. You're so adorable. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Jeff? Oh, they were all funny. Not as funny as the uh, McDonald's one. <laughs> well, we got two more uh, recorded pranks, and then we're going to do a first thing, our first here on the East, and then we can do a live prank call. So I'm going to save some of these ones for, for next week. Now, this next prank is actually kind of funny. It's video game characters calling into a gay hotline. So it's actually kind of funny. And to me, it's kind of funny. But hopefully you guys will enjoy it. It's about eight minutes long, but it's funny. So I hope you guys enjoy it. You're matched. Say hello. Hey. Are you there? Oh, hello. 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 How could 
can Cicero be of service? Ah, I want to know how big your cock is, Cicero. If you like to suck on a big cock. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You got a nice big cock, Cicero? Yes. Do you want me to? You do? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, let me see it. Confederation of mage clans who sought to bind the three prime evils for eternity. The Horodrum are now nearly forgotten, and it appears that the bonds they wove are unraveling. Yes. Oh, yeah? Have you spoken to Jaren yet? No, I haven't. Hmm. Oh. Be oh. careful. Six gems plus one sword transmute into a socketed longsword. Yeah, how big is that dicky? Sword stick of yours, man. You have a Herodric staff. friend. Yeah. I need a wooden shaft. <laughs> You're matched. Say hello. My balls, your face. How's it going? Oh, yeah. What are you up to? Suck it down. I don't suck, baby. Do you suck? Oh, yeah. Where are you at? Another day? You're stupid. Blow it out your ass. Sound like a faggot. Eat shit and die. You sound really fucking fucked up on drugs. Oh, yeah. It's ass-kicking time. Hey, you weirdo. You've got a lot of guts. Let's see what they look like. Die, you rat bastard. You must be a child molester. Come get some. Are you a child molester? Oh, yeah. I know you were. Not my babes. <laughs> Not in my town. 
you're matched. Say hello. My balls, your face. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Have a taste of my ball. Fuck yeah, man. Who's your daddy now, bitch? Not you, baby. I like it. Another day? Squeal, piggy. Squeal. Sick fucker. You're matched. Say hello. Hello. Hiya! I want something big and awful and intimidating. Take a look at yourself. No, thank you. You don't do a very imitation of a black man. You're an insult to him. Try a bit of subtlety, honey. No. No, thanks. You asshole! Not with a piece of shit like you. Excuse me! Hey, you! You are full of evil! Oh! <laughs> You're matched. Say hello. Hello. Hello, what's up? Yours is a life of sin. You talking about? Masturbation is the eighth deadly sin. No, not true. The end is it's coming. much worse. He's much worse than me. You're full of shit. You will burn for this. Fornicator! You're stupid. Not at all. No! Yes, you are. Hedonist! You're stupid. You are stupid. This is an abomination. I don't. You're an abomination. You're preaching. No! The day of reckoning is near! Your preaching is bullshit. The end is coming! You're just looking for attention. Follow me! Fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. No! You are I don't need your this. judgment. Life is hell. You're hell. You're 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 hell. Having to no. deal with you. Your faith is weak. Faith and what? You? Burn in hell. Why don't you? You have two choices. You can repent and be punished, oh. or you can live waiting for hellfire. You will live waiting for hellfire. Why don't you just shut up? No! Hear me now! I've been sent here no. to save you! You sound like you think you're Jesse Jackson or something. I am your shepherd! Let me set you free! You're not going to be able to set me free. Only God can set me free, so go fuck yourself. There is still time God to loves save you. God loves me. God doesn't love blowhards like you were preaching so loud. It is up to you to choose the right path. I already do. I already do choose the right path. Shut up. I'm not messing around here. This message is important. You, you I don't care are what you're doomed. saying. You're what? in hell already, all right? What? And it only gets worse. It gets much, much worse. Shut up. I am here to save you. No, you're not. I don't mind being a voice in the darkness. Repent. Repent. I don't have it. I don't have any darkness, and I'm not going to repent for anything because I don't do anything. So shut the fuck up. Repent! I'm not going to repent for not doing anything, so shut the fuck up. If that's what you want, that's what you get. Thank you. Indeed, hell will be well populated. <laughs> what did you think of that one, Jeff? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a uh, kind of funny. I, I kind of thought it was kind of a uh, funny. So, if our listeners thought the same. 
We have one more recorded one, and then it will be time for our live ones. And this recording comes from the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah! Thank you for calling this Walmart. How may I help you? Yeah, my name is Randy Savage, and I just have a question about action figures. Okay, let me get toys for you. Hurry up! Yeah, hurry up. Hello. Yes, my name is the Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah, and what I would like to know, and what I would like to make sure of, crystal clear, is that you don't carry Hulk Hogan action figures, yeah. Hello. 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 Who is this now? What? What you said I didn't hear. What is your name? My name is John. I want to know if you carry Hulk Hogan action figures. The Hulk Hogan action? Yeah. No, we don't have it in stock right now. Well, that's good, because if you did, I would have to beat somebody up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who I am? No, you're Oh, yeah, you got oh, that right. Yeah. The Macho Madness is running wild in Walmart, because yeah, the Hulkamaniacs aren't as strong as the Macho Madness, sad to say. Well, I just want to make sure that no one wants to be like Hulk Hogan for that punk that he is. Yeah, you want everybody to be like Macho Man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, did you hear my new rap album? Well, it came out a few years ago, and I called out Hulk Hogan because he's a real big chump. Do you want me to sing it for you? Yeah, sing it for Which track would you like to hear? I want to hear the best one on the album. Well, I can sing you a sad one because Mr. Perfect passed away not too long ago, Kurt Hennig, and I miss him. Can't sing that one. You want me to sing about Mr. Perfect? Ah, uh, if you want to. Yeah, I, I, I kind of sense you don't really want to hear it, but that's okay. Hello. Yeah. All right, do you need anything else? What? Do you need anything else? Well, what would you like to hear? Uh, I would like to see come help you with my work. I got You'd like to help you me come and do what for you? Yeah. Help me with my work. I got like 24 pallets I got to get to. 
24 pellets. Why, that remembers the time that I fought Andre the Giant. Seven foot five, five hundred fifty pounds. Seven foot five, five hundred sixty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a good fight? Hey, Kurt, we miss you, but we know you're in a better place. It's kind of hard as time goes on and I don't see your face. So I'm thinking, and I'm holding on to memories. Remember the time rolling strong, just you and me? And then there's a chorus, yeah, that goes something like, You were my perfect friend, I miss you until the end. And we got a bunch of girls, and I'm working with the Rascals, an up-and-coming hip-hop group. Yeah, you didn't do a hip-hop sensation. Oh, yeah, but you gotta help me by getting the word out. Okay, I sure will. You gotta let people know that the Macho Man is back. The Macho Man is back. So you going, is, is you going back to work for Vince? No, I'm not going back to work for old Vince because I'm old enough. Yeah, I've been watching TNA a little bit. Well, I don't know, but I want to say that my rap album uh, is out, so you can check it out. Okay, I sure will. Is it on YouTube? Um, maybe a couple of songs, but I'd prefer that you pay for it. Nothing illegal. Okay, because I burn all my CDs. I don't well, you can buy it off iTunes if you prefer. I'll buy yours. You bought your man who had the All right, but I gotta run. I gotta call you the BF. Okay, well, uh, call Kmart and let them know too. Okay. All right, boss. All right, later, dog. Awesome. What do you think of that, Jeff? Oh, it was pretty funny. Although the Hulk's better than <laughs> Macho Man. <laughs> that was funny. I like that one. All right, so we're going to do one more recorded one, and after this one we're going to do our, our live uh, pranks. And then if we don't have time for our Saturday night spotlight, we're going to move it until next week because these pranks are uh, kind of funny. So here is one more prank, and then we'll do the live ones. Please hold while your call is being transferred. This call may be monitored or recorded to assure quality service or for other business purposes. Thank you for calling Walmart Customer Relations. This is Chelsea. May I have your name, please? I'm Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry, could you repeat that, please? Hulk Hogan. Okay, and what can I do for you today, Paul? You sold all those shirts. Where's my percentage? I'm sorry, sir? Those are my shirts. I've got a right to sell them. I do apologize, sir. Have you had an experience at a local Walmart? Yeah. Okay, what city and state is your Walmart in? What? What city and state is your Walmart in? Why? So that I can document your information, sir. Look, man, I made a mistake. Okay, sir, uh, may I have the city and state that your Walmart is in so I can look that up? Please shut up. Okay, sir, if you do not have an issue with a local Walmart, I'll 
before she is next call. No. Okay, sir. If you do not have an issue with a local Walmart, I will go ahead and go ahead and disconnect this call. No. We do. Thank you for following Walmart customer relations. No. If there's anything else, just call us back. Okay. Okay, here we go with the fun part. Here is our first ever live prank calls here on the East Network. I'm actually going to call a couple of people and uh, see if I can prank them. So here we go. Here is the fun part. Let me get my uh, dial phone out here on the studio, and I'll dial our first prankster of the week. So this is going to be kind of funny. You guys are going to laugh at this one. Hopefully you'll find it funny. Okay, so here we go. I'm dialing a number right now. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, sorry for this, Brennan. How may I help you? Hello? Hello? Is this the Cheesecake Factory? This is. Okay, I have a question about your cheesecakes. Okay. Do they make you run to the bathroom after you eat them? I'm sorry. Do they make Do they make you run to the bathroom after you eat them? Do they make us go to the bathroom after you eat them? I don't know. It depends. Because I ate I ate one the other day and I had I had the shit for weeks. Oh really? Well, I'm sorry about that. You've been pranked by the Ace Network. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you thought that was funny. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> what do you think oh. of that, Jeff? Oh, that was funny. It wasn't that funny, but it was uh, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. The way he, the way he reacted towards the end, uh, that was yeah. funny. All right, this next one's gonna be pretty funny because I'm gonna call the strip club. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dialing your number now. Okay, let me try to get the number right. Here we go. Leave a message after the tone. Oh, so if you're not available for uh, for us to prank this week, so I will uh, prank somebody else here. Here we go. Hopefully this person will answer. This is going to be a smoke shop, so I have to come up with something interesting for them. Okay. Charge for a pumpkin. <laughs> Don't have time for this, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. 
You've been pranked by the Ace Network. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Jeff? Oh, that was good. What are you doing next? Are you there, Alex? I can't hear you. All right, so that was all of our uh, pranks for this week. What was your favorite one, Jeff? Probably the cheesecake one. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty uh, pretty awesome. I think I enjoyed that too. That was uh, that was pretty cool. All right, so we're gonna move on down to our next segment, and next week we'll have some uh, better live pranks for you. But moving on down to our uh, next segment here, Saturday Night Spotlight. It's time for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. Your host, Alex Cardinelli, and the man they call Jeff, will be shining a spotlight on the things you, the listeners, love. We will be reviewing the products and the things you guys use, and we will offer our thoughts on these wonderful products. We will do food reviews, we will do YouTube channel reviews, we will do movie reviews, and much more. So who's ready for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live? Alex and Jeff, let's get this spotlight started right now. Okay, so for this week's Saturday Night Spotlight, we're actually going to do something very new to this uh, series. We're actually going to be reviewing a food and beverage right here on Saturday night main event. So I'm going to be reviewing a couple of my favorite beverages and a couple of my favorite foods for this week's Saturday Night Spotlight. And I know Jeff is going to review some of his favorite foods and some of his favorite uh, beverages. So I'll get started. I'll talk about some of my favorite drinks. And there is one drink that uh, my good friend Andrew and my good friend Jeff really do enjoy. And that is Coca-Cola. It's one of my personal favorite sodas of all time. I actually definitely enjoy a good Coke. It's actually nice and uh, refreshing during the summertime. And I actually like a good Coke that is uh, pretty good. Now, Coke you can actually serve with pretty much anything. You can serve Coke with pretty much uh, anything in there. Coke is actually pretty good at going to cause an alarm to go off. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but Coke is uh, awesome, and uh, I think it's good. It has, like, a nice flavor to it. So that's my first review. Next, we've got Mountain Dew, which is a nice lemon-lime soda, if you like that. I definitely enjoy Mountain Dew. Um, it's, it has, like, a nice sweet flavor. Some people might think it's too sweet, but I actually uh, – Enjoy a nice Mountain Dew once in a great while. It's not something I would drink every day because Mountain Dew has a lot of sugar and you're going to gain a lot of weight drinking Mountain Dew. And the last beverage that I want to review tonight is um, 
Mike's Hard Lemonade. I'm 21 years old now, so I'm able to uh, drink alcohol. And actually, my first favorite alcoholic beverage that I actually enjoy is the Mike's Hard Lemonade. I definitely recommend all of our listeners out there who are old enough to drink to give Mike's Hard Lemonade a try. And it's actually pretty awesome, believe it or not. It's a great alcoholic beverage. It does not have that buzz like all the other alcoholic beverages do, but it is still pretty good in my uh, in my honest opinion. So I think everyone should try a Mike's Hard Lemonade sooner or later. It's actually pretty good. Now, that's all my beverages that I'm going to review today. Now, I've got three things that I'm going to review for food this week. The first thing is something you can make. It's actually kind of simple, actually, and that is a classic s'mores. I think s'mores is a great spring treat. So today, for the first time in years, I actually had s'mores, and I thought they were pretty good. So all you need for s'mores is graham crackers, marshmallows, and Hershey's chocolate. And all you got to do is place them in a microwave for 18 seconds. And there you have it. You have homemade s'mores that are pretty good. Now, Reese's are a nice chocolate and peanut butter mixture for all those of you out there who love the combination of chocolate and peanut butter. I definitely would advise you to check out uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And Twix is great for all those of you who love caramel and chocolate and cookies. That's a great mixture of all three of those things that you guys can try. So that's my Saturday night spotlight on food and beverage. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, I recently today tried a couple hot sauces I wanted to mention. So the first okay, one I tried, ahead. my friend had, I'm not sure where he got it, but it was called Blair's 3 AM. It's reserved pepper extract. It was like 50 bucks for a 2.5 ounce bottle. And it's like, 1.5 million to 2 million Scoville units, and it's it's like a step up from the 2 a.m. And I mean, I'll tell you what, that was hot. I couldn't believe how hot it was. And then the second one we tried that I recommend for anybody that likes hot sauce because it really wasn't that bad. It's called Ass Reaper Hot Sauce. It's like basically like habanero peppers, scotch bonnet peppers, and stuff like that, and that was pretty hot. Yeah, something like we call the spicy stuff. <laughs> and then for a drink that I tried, I know everybody's tried this, but Yoohoo or Yahoo, or it's like the chocolate drink. That I just started drinking that, and that stuff's really good. And Alex got me hooked, like he said, on Coca-Cola again. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. Coca-Cola is awesome. <laughs> and that was basically my reviews for the week. Awesome. Uh, maybe next Saturday we'll do some more uh, food uh, beverage reviews here on the Saturday Night Men event on Ace Network. Well, this so, was a phenomenal show tonight. On, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. So, Alex, are you gonna are you going to try some, like, 3 a.m. hot sauce or something? I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of uh, spicy foods, but I guess I can try it for you. I think it would be awesome if we did, like, a live show where we tr actually try a really hot hot sauce, like the hottest hottest sauce in the world, you know? Then hey, baby, coughing up. It's time to <laughs> kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. <laughs> you got that yourself? Huh? 
You got that yourself, the kick-ass thing? Yeah, but to eat this really hot hot sauce, you have to have – to eat this really hot hot sauce, you have to have – I've got bowls of steel. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty – you probably need to have that kind of stuff to have that. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, enough with the games. I'll let you get back to your show. That was funny. Those prank calls were awesome, too, by the way. I'm gonna, I'll be doing that more often. But I'll get better at it week and week. Cause this is my first time doing live ones. All aboard okay, the Midtown to... Express to hell. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so what an awesome show this was on this fine Saturday evening. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. So we're going to take our final commercial break, which is being sponsored by Cheesecake Spy Design, Jam Box, and all of our wonderful sponsors. We're going to play a song from Justin Timberlake called What Goes Around Comes Around. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this phenomenal show. So stick around, folks. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you, whatever it be. A red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade, and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website, and call 336-525-5120 with any questions, or to place an order. can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. The Seidman Cancer Center is committed to improving the health of our community and has developed a program called Eight Ways to Prevent Cancer. By making these eight simple lifestyle changes, you can help reduce your risk of getting cancer, maintain a healthy weight, exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, don't smoke, drink alcohol in moderation, protect yourself from the sun and STDs, and get regular screening tests. Take control of your health. Visit the Seidman Cancer Center exhibit for more information. Seidman Cancer Center, national leaders in cancer. Here at Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we offer a free mobile banking app, no ATM fees, free online banking, and free bill pay, all for your convenience. Visit us online at www.kimsell.org. That's www.chemcel.org. Visit our local branch at 1901 South Highway 77 in Kingsville, Texas, or call us at 361-592-7767. Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we're here for you. Member NCUA. Discover Romanian business opportunities. Our TV show offers free information about domestic entrepreneurial environment, interviews, and more. Don't miss it.
<laughs> Where are you finding those?
Today's podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alex Cardinelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alex Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.